Okay, welcome everybody to To The Rink Podcast, back for another week of GTHL excitement and news. Puff, how are you? Uh, good, yeah. It, uh, it is exciting. Lots of comings and goings. Tournaments have been won, lost. Games yes. are play. We're in a playoff push now with the GTHL. Probably about yep. three weeks, a month away from the playoff starting. So yep. uh, teams are gearing up to try and get in those top eight spots. And uh, finish up the season strong. Yeah. So very busy week. Uh, Lots going on for sure. Um, We were in a tournament this weekend, as you know. Uh, Yes. The Arrows tournament, which was a great tournament. I actually have a correction. I think last time I said we had a team from Regina. Oh. Wasn't from Regina. They were from Quebec. Regine was what they were named. Oh. The Regine. And you know what? They had a, a... Pretty cool name, Le Panthers, which I thought was really cool. Le, Le Panthers, come on. What, was their uniform kind of like the Florida Panthers? No, it was just like it was. I think they were like a school group or a group. Like, no, not at all. It was more. They didn't have last names on the back. Uh, it was just a navy blue. But they they ended up winning the whole tournament. They were very good. They oh wow! Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we ended up playing them in the semis and nice. lost. And uh, oh. they were up three nothing. They were. We battled back to be two three, fighting out at the end, but just couldn't pull it out. And uh, they went on, and then they went on to play the arrows actually in the arrows mm-hmm. tournament, and uh, oh, they nice. ended up winning that. So yeah, so it was a fun tournament. We we played Goulding Park, the Avalanche, and West Hill, uh, all up at Chestwood in the Pond over the week. I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all day. Did so, you like, uh, hit any of the? In arena bars, no, because it's dry January. I'm oh, in dry, dry January, January now. Yeah, know. I'm doing dry January. Look at you. Yeah. Well, at least I guess now I, I've said it publicly because yeah. I was just doing it in my head, but now I've said it publicly, so I guess I have to stick with it. Well, I was offered a drink today, and I did say no. So, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it is Wednesday, so <laughs> I, don't well, I don't know if we're gonna I'm say. Nice. Um, All heroes wear capes. And we're also on uh, a busy time of the year, too, because tonight is, an in, is a really important night because it was the GTHL prospect night, yeah. uh, game night, up at Herb Carnegie, fueled by Gatorade. Packed yeah. house. Packed house. Ozzy and his boys tried to get some tickets, I think, and he texted me, said it was sold out. So That's amazing. Yeah, so that's good. That's really, like, lots of interest. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Ozzy and his buddies wanted to go down and see it. Yeah, unfortunately, they couldn't get a ride. I wasn't home. You know, the, it just didn't work out. But uh, I think next year we got to go. For sure. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it is Ozzy's uh, draft year. So Ozzy's draft year, he yeah. might be in the game. You never know. Oh, listen. He, might get, he might get the call. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. Yeah, he, puts, he puts in a good work of uh, spring, summer. Boom. Yeah. 5,000 hours. Isn't that the, the <laughs> I think it's 10,000. 10,000. We We're so good. We do it in five, <laughs> but you know what we um, it's so team blue one, four, nice. three was the outcome of that, which is not a spoiler alert because this is going to come out a day yes. or so after the game. But um, so I wonder how I, I know uh, all the prospects. I'm sure it's full of scouts. Eh, Puff. Is that like, I would say... just littered with scouts? Every, I would say for a game like that, every OHL team would be represented by a scout or a GM. I'm sure there's yeah. a few GMs there. Um, and uh, and then probably also you'd have even NCAA schools would be probably checking out a game like that. 
No NHL. They wouldn't be there. No, it's a, it'd be no. a, it, they they don't need to see them at that quite that age unless it no. unless they're like a McDavid type players right in the game and then maybe there would be a the odd one shows up. See in my head as someone who doesn't know any of this. Yes. I'm like, oh yeah, there's definitely tons of NHL people there looking around. But no, not yet, eh? No, That's they'd be the pretty young. Yeah, they're pretty young. Yeah. So another big night happened tonight. If you don't yes. know, we talked, I and uh, I know. Well, I, I um, you do because I shared oh. with you just before that we oh. just reached a thousand followers. That on is Instagram, true, which is Huge. pretty cool. We're yeah, we're really happy with that. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, that's really great. And it was funny because I looked. I just happened to look, and it was nine hundred and ninety nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, this is going to be amazing! Like here we go, kind yeah. of waiting for the next little you know red dot to show up or whatever. And I go back and I look, nine ninety eight. Someone dropped us. Someone said, "No more. Don't want this anymore That's, in my feed." I think they were that probably hurt. trying to get. They wanted to be. They wanted to be the one thousandth follower. So they That's the glass half full. They dropped view. out oh. to get back in. I like that. I like that. So it was an emotional ride for me this afternoon because I was all <laughs> really close to nine. That was a little hurt. But now with your little explanation, I'm back up. And then now we went over it and we're like a thousand and one, I think at this point now. So we even got one more than a thousand, which is great. And well, um, yeah, sorry, let's, go ahead. I think at like 20,000, we would become influencers. Oh yeah. I you think, think that's around, the blue... that's around the, the level. I remember Bobby Mack got uh, a million Twitter followers. I okay. A million. Yeah. And Twitter sent them like a, a cake and like, oh, really? they, uh, and like people from Twitter came to this to work and like had like balloons and stuff. We had a party. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know so, if they do that anymore, but and yeah, it might've been Twitter. early days. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, I forgot it's X now. Yeah. X. And so we were also looking at a couple things and uh, we have, so just to like take a minute about our Instagram, a couple people wrote out to us or have reached out to us. So mm-hmm. I want to just, um, call out a couple here so one rob this gentleman rob reached out uh him and his son he listens to it all the time they're from the terriers oh nice Uh, we appreciate it rob anyway quick note because i guess you know he's listened to us talk about the rankings and you know the formulas they use and he got a quick note about the rankings formula so this is for you puff this is your world assuming you haven't already discovered but if you click on the ratings math tab pretty much tells you most of how the scores are calculated. It's essentially all about goal differential. Yes. In fact, the exact same system is used for the Ontario lacrosse rankings as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Um, and he has a pump-up song, which is uh, Connor McDavid by Candace Weapon out of Edmonton. Candace Weapon never. is also from Edmonton. Yeah. Oh, never heard yeah. that song. And that's uh, a great song. Ozzy used to play it. it. Nice. And then he has some topics for us on our waxed, unwaxed lace debate. I know one of the things we want to talk about is uh, uh, stick flex, but other things are like paid coaches versus dad coaches, fake tryouts versus birthday skates. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, what the heck is a duff field is what he called out. So maybe a little rivalry (laughs) between them. So anyway, Rob from uh, Instagram, we appreciate you reaching out. We also had another uh, one, Aiden, uh, who just wrote in to say something really nice. Just said him and his parents listen to the pod every week. They really love it. They love listening to it on the way to the rinks on Fridays. That's why it's there. So, Aiden, thanks so much for reaching out. We appreciate that. And everyone who follows us on Instagram, we appreciate that too. 1,000 followers, 1,002 as of this moment. 
It's huge. Yeah, very big. Um, what else did you? How was your games this week? Where were you? Uh, it was good. I was in a few ranks this week. We were in Oriole Arena. Have you been in oh, yeah. Oriole, Oriole Park? Oriole Park. I'm there every uh, Tuesday. Peanut Plaza. Peanut Plaza. I had, see. I I lived at the peanut in near the Peanut Plaza for a few years. Right. Uh, back in the mid nineties. Oh and, sure. Eighties. Uh, I did not know that rink even existed. No, the community rink. Yeah, but yeah. Um, uh, it's an it's it's actually a really nice rink. Has a nice big warm area for the mm-hmm. for the parents, and then sure. the neutral zone is tiny. Tiny. It's like um, so. It's great. You can basically never ice the puck because once you're out of your zone, it's like two strides and you can dump it in. So we actually won. We beat four still that night. The young tie oh, nice. cats. So it was nice. a, it was a it was a great uh, it was a great night. I and did actually. We were, make, sorry, just on your icing comment yeah. though. Yes. I actually made a comment to talk to you this week because if you remember, if you go back twenty episodes, I asked mm-hmm. about cheering for icing. Okay. I find myself cheering for icing when it's a positive for us to get the puck back down in our zone. And I, yeah. you know, I, I cheer for a good icing. Icing's not a, icing has a bad connotation, but yeah, there, there are a few bad icings for sure. But yeah. uh, most of the time, icing is not a bad play in hockey. So anyway, so what would, sorry, I interrupted you. Where else did you go? Oh, uh, we were at St. Mike's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, St. Mike's, I do enjoy. It's a great arena, but uh, the older tie cats team have had nothing but troubles at that rink. They can never seem to, to have a great performance there. Yeah. And uh, we had our butts kicked on Sunday, but uh, it's a great, it is a great old barn, but it's tiny. I can't believe they played OHL hockey in that rink. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It kind of has the Ted Reeve feeling a little bit. It feels For sure. like in there, which our home opener is tomorrow. Well, I was at Ted Reeve rank this week for yeah. the kids both boys had school hockey games oh nice how so they do we, uh barrett's team uh won their second of these this school season and austin's team won their opener so uh westwood middle school is turning into a hockey hockey like i like it i like it we're, we're turning the program around so yes exciting times but Good. the barn looked great ted reeve looked Good. great well i'm looking forward to being there tomorrow i'm actually Getting ready. I'm gonna save room for fries. So, oh, you the fries were not open for the school hockey. Oh, no. oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Hopefully, they're tomorrow. So, listen. Before we get into the rankings, Puff, mm-hmm. I, you have a choice tonight. Sure. I'm gonna give you a choice. Okay. Do you want to know who Don Montgomery is, or okay, do you want to know a little history about the Faustino Toros? Ooh, we'll those do are both... one tonight, and I'll pick up the next one, the next pod. But I have both ready. Okay. You tell me which one you want. It's your choice tonight. I'm uh, I'm gonna go Faustina Toros. Faustina Toros. So we'll learn about Don Montgomery next time. Okay. Yes. Faustina Toros. The Faustina Hockey Club is a nonprofit, volunteer-based community organization. Here we go. Olden days. You ready? Yes. 1935. Young wow. man Ken Cox, with the help of 15 other local teenagers, started the Faustina Club. And I'm gonna pause here for a minute. I don't know why they call it the Faustina Club. I have not okay. found out what Faustina means yet. But their main objective was to raise money through dances and charitable purchases. World War II interrupted these activities because they were all called to serve the country. Mm -hmm. However, under Ken's direction, the club was reorganized in 1947. They all come back. And they expanded their membership and dedicating themselves to the promotion of minor hockey in the Lakeshore area. 
Okay. So in 1951, the Lakeshore Memorial Arena was built, and on February 14th of that year, the Fustina Sports Club started and became the first occupant uh, for providing affordable minor hockey for young people in the Etobicoke Lakeshore area, where, side note, I used to live. Nice. Uh, and uh, many of the original members assisted in laying concrete blocks of the arena. So, you know, community put that thing together. It's awesome. Um, so from 1951 to this day, over 25,000 hockey players have passed through the Faustina minor hockey organization. Um, one of Ken's prized accomplish accomplishments was to organize the sportsman night, uh, sportsman night where outstanding athletes with the roots in South Etobicoke were presented with the Faustina sportsman of the year award past recipients, Brian Shanahan. Okay. Ken Hodge, Mike nice. Pellick. Brandon Shanahan and many more, including more recently Matt Stajan and Dave Boland. Oh, so, nice! That's a pretty good lineup coming through there. That is pretty good. Yeah, and me, and you. You were a Toro, were you not? I was. A, I was. Now, but when I played for them, we were called the York Toros. Is well, there any? Me, mention? Let me bridge this gap for you. Okay. Let me bridge this gap for you. 2009-2010 season marked the 75 years of the Faustina providing minor hockey in Etobicoke that year. Uh, many changes came to the organization, including a new home, the MasterCard Center of Hockey Excellence. Yes. Okay. However, effective October 5th, my dad's birthday, 2015, the Faustina Hockey League then affiliated itself with the Toros Hockey Association, formerly known as the York Toros Hockey Association. Is. The Toros Hockey Association in the GTHL AA West Division does not, does not have a house league or select program to, to call associate members from to recruit for lower hockey tiers. This affiliation will now enable the Fustina players wishing to play more competitive hockey. And then the ongoing agreement between the two hockey organizations uh, Faustina select players seeking more competitive hockey beyond select will be encouraged to move to the Toros double a hockey organization. And this affiliation between the two will provide children in Etobicoke and Western arena, uh, with hockey opportunities. So that's how they became the Faustina Toros. They merged. So, now, so yeah. I was sort of in a different organization then, I guess you were in the Toro York, Toro. York Toros, which is yeah. now part of the merged with the Faustina okay. group. Um, and yeah, so they, so uh, the double A Toros, so here we go. Uh, it's a, the Toros have been around since 1974. So okay. uh, that's when that started. So when were you, you I thought you said you I were I would have the played 60. the 86, shut up. <laughs> I was in the 84, yeah. 85, and 85, 86 seasons, I think. 84, 85, 86. Okay. Yeah. Great. And they got three core values. Yes. Clear development model, a voice mm -hmm. of reason, and a commitment to volunteerism. That was that was not for the York Toros in the eighties. Well, we that's would what have, they have now. We used to have the coaches would send us over the boards for bench clearing brawls like every tournament. <laughs> that was the eighties, though. That was, that the 80s. was those those um, you know pillars. Yeah. Didn't you know? Didn't no. get in the way of a bench brawl in the eighties. No. You, know, you guys probably smoked cigarettes too in the bench. So. Um, Anyway, the players there, you know, they, yeah, they sorry, were sending yeah. us over the boards. Yes, I know. Um, so anyway, there you go. A little bit of history about the Toros, about Faustina, and how you have now the Faustina Toros, which, if you remember, is one of my favorite logos. So with that, Puff, why don't you give us an update on the rankings? 
Okay. Well, it's uh, been a huge week in the rankings. Uh, some major uh, Silver Stick tournaments took place, so lots of movement. You! Ten. And as always, we'll start in U10 AAA. Uh, continues to have G teams in the top three spots and five of the top eight overall. With the Toronto Marlboros remaining in top spot with Vaughn Kings closing in. A team on the rise, the 15th ranked Dawmills Flyers, winners of three straight games in 2024, including a 4-2 win over the 8th ranked Mississauga Senators. U10 AA has three of the top 10 from the G with the East Enders leading G teams in second spot. Uh, the matchup I've been waiting for all season long finally happened last weekend at the Silver Stick. Number one Sudbury Wolves versus number two East Enders in the semifinals in Newmarket. And the East Enders came out on top with a 4 1 win. Uh, they w- then went in the final and they beat Ottawa Valley Silver 7 Black in the final, also 4 1. So, congratulations. Nice. We saw them today. They had another, uh, another big win at. Uh, Scarborough Centennial. Uh, great effort by those kids. That's a huge accomplishment in their first year of rep hockey to win a silver stick. Yeah, that's huge. That's great. Uh, U10 single A still ha- still waiting for a G team in the top 10 with the Vaughn Rangers, the top G team at 29th spot. The Rangers are rolling in league play with 11 straight wins, including a 3-1 win over the second place Toronto attack on Monday at Aaron Mills. U11. U11 AAA sees the G holding down the top three spots in four of the top five with JRC in top spot. The first place and second ranked Toronto Marlboro saw their 10 game winning streak come to an end when they tied the third ranked Young Nats 2-2 last Friday at Canlan Etobicoke. U11 AA now has three G teams in the top 10 with the Vaughn Panthers still the top G team despite falling two places to sixth spot after a tough weekend at the Silver Stick in Sarnia. The Mississauga Beast moved up one spot to seventh after making it to the semis in Sarnia, falling to the eventual champion, Canada Blazers. U11 Single A still has no teams from the G in the top 10 with the Leaside Flames, the top G team in 16th spot. North Toronto has moved up to 26th spot in part due to a 2-2 tie last Sunday at North Toronto Arena against first place Leaside. U12. U12 AAA remains a G-dominated loop, holding the top four and seven of the top nine spots. First place showdown last week saw the top-ranked North York Rangers beat the second-ranked and second-place JRC 4-0 at Scotia Pond. U12 AA has the top two ranked teams in Ontario and three of the top four all from the GTHL West Division. Vaughn Rangers have moved up to fourth in the rankings after winning the Silver Stick Finals in Newmarket last weekend, beating the top-ranked and West Division rival Faustina Toros in the finals. So that's a a huge win because Faustina's been number one pretty much in that loop for a while. The double A. The double A, yeah. Yeah, good for them. U12 single A still has zero teams from the GTHL in the top 10. But the Vaughn Rangers, uh, the top G team, rose seven spots to 12th after going a perfect 6-0 last weekend, beating the eighth-ranked Holloman. I don't know how to say that even. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holloman. You know what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a county. Is it? Yeah, River Kings. Yeah, I think that's down like Simcoe Way, if I'm not mistaken. 
So yeah. uh, I like the name River Kings. Yeah, uh, that's so close the- to the uh, muddy portage that we had up yeah. for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um So that was a, a tournament in Cambridge. So great week for there for uh, Tri City, one of the Tri Cities, isn't it? Yeah, can't Cambridge. Cambridge. Is it Kitchener, Waterloo, and Cambridge is the Tri City. Cambridge is, it, is in that mix. Yeah. We, or is it Kitchener, we were, Waterloo, Guelph? Or is it Guelph, Cambridge, Kitchener? What is I think, the, I think Cambridge is in there and not Guelph. Guelph's out of the Tri City. I think uh, Guelph's out of the Tri City. So it's Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo. Yeah, I think so. Which really feels like a two like a two point five trip to cities because like Kitchener, Waterloo feels like the same city to me. Yes, and Cambridge is pretty. Cl- I think Cambridge is pretty close to London. No, Cambridge is really close to Kitchener Waterloo. No, yeah, it's but like you you kind of like go right through Cambridge and then you turn north up to Kitchener and Waterloo. Oh, I thought it was closer to London too. No, well, maybe there's a 2.0 Cambridge down there. <laughs> you no, know, I know where Cambridge like, is. Yeah, I definitely know where Cambridge is. Ontario. Yeah. U13. U13 AAA continues with the top two and three of the top five from the G. With JRC and Von Kings remaining one two. Uh, one team off to a strong start in 2024 is the 21st ranked Mississauga Rebels, who are unbeaten in four games and have moved within two points of the last playoff spot. U13 AA now has just one team in the top 10 from the G, with uh, the Force Till Force ranked ninth. Ted Reeve moved up the 15 spots thanks to a big 4-2 win over the 11th-ranked EastEnders at Ted Reeve Arena. U13 Single A still has no teams in the top 10 from the G. Leaside Flames number one continue to be the top G team in 36th spot, one ahead of West Hill. Team finding its stride is the 57th-ranked Mississauga uh, no, sorry, West Mall Lightning, winners of six straight games and are now tied for top spot in the West with the 43rd ranked Toronto Avalanche. Nice. U14. U14 AAA has the top six teams are all from the G and seven of the top nine with the Marco Majors still leading the way. Big game this Sunday at Scotia Pond where the third ranked JRC hosts the fourth ranked Domino's Flyers. That should be a dandy. U14 AA has three of the top four spots and four of the top eight, with Vaughn Rangers continuing as the top G team in second spot. Impressive silver stick last weekend for the Toronto Eagles in Newmarket, where they beat the Vaughn Rangers in the semis yeah. before losing it to Plymouth Black in the final. Is that an American team? Yes, they're from Michigan. Uh, Bears team played them in Tampa Bay last year. And oh. we beat them in the round robin, and then they beat us in the semis. Okay. They're, they're a very good team. Yeah. Uh, U14 single A has had an impressive seven of the top ten from the G with the Toronto Eagles on top spot for the eighth week in a row. Forest Hill Force remain in second despite a 4-4 tie last weekend against the fourth, the 29th-ranked Leaside Flames. U15! U15 AAA sees the G with the top four and five of the top nine spots, but again change at the top as last week's number one, Dom Mills Flyers, have yeah. fallen to third with JRC taking over top spot, followed by the Toronto Titans. The Flyers had an up-and-down week, losing to the 32nd-ranked Marco Majors, 3-1 before beating the second-ranked Toronto Titans 1-0. U15 AA has three teams in the top six from the G, with Vaughn Rangers in third, Vaughn Panthers in fourth, and Ted Reeve in sixth. 
Yes. Ted Reed are winners of 19 straight games. Yeah. And they face a stiff test this Saturday when they play the second place in 30th ranked Toronto Arrows at Chesswood. That's at Chesswood this weekend. And they yep. were they in a tournament this weekend too? Were they at the Arrows tournament this weekend? Uh, the you Thunder? Yeah. I'm not, sure. They went, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I think they're, yeah, I know they're on a hot streak though. That's for sure. Like 19 straight in the league is pre- pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh, U15 single A continues its dominance, holding down the top five spots in seven of the top ten, with four still remaining in top spot. Yeah. Your Ted Reeve Thunder remain in 13th spot and have like a big there. game coming up tomorrow night against the 10th ranked North Toronto. Yes, we um, we had a game on Monday night, so we played all weekend. Mm-hmm. And then we played Monday back at the pond. So I was there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And you know what? On Monday, let's go right yep. back. We played York Mills, and we were just beat. We were tired, and yeah. we got beat and showed. We fought, again. We fought back. Uh-huh. It became a three-two game, and it like you know, but there also wasn't enough in the tank at the end of it all. But um, yeah, so I knew that that game wasn't going to help us at all. But hey, listen, I think we're comfortable in that thirteenth position right now. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we'll get to. We're still in a playoff spot, and uh, you know we're feeling good, and we do have a big game tomorrow though. That I think, you know, being a home opener and playing North Toronto, I know we're excited for that. Yes, that's that's a huge one. North, and North Toronto is a pretty uh, a pretty solid team in your loop. They, too, and, right? they, and historically, they've yeah, they, they've always had our number. They're just one of those teams that has, you know, if you were to look at the, you know, if we played them 20 times over the last couple of years, you know, they've won 14. You know, okay. they've always out, you know, got more out of us. Do you do you think the boys will be fired up to play uh, Ted Riverina again? I certainly hope so. Yeah, I mean, you well, know, you think it won't really matter. They don't really care. You no, know, I think they're happy to be home. We've been traveling a lot, yeah. right? So like we've had yeah. to travel to a lot of games. So I think they'll appreciate the like we all kind of live, or a bunch of the kids live very close to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it's their home ice. Yeah, I think they'll actually be excited when they get there when they walk into the building and they get back on that Thunder plays. So. We'll see. We'll see. Tomorrow night, though. I was fired. I was fired up to get back into Ted Reef. Uh, yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I'm excited for it. U16. U16 AAA now has five of the top ten from the G, with the Vaughn Kings remaining as the top team in Ontario for the eighth week in a row. So I saw them play. Actually. The Vaughn Kings. Yeah. They have wicked jerseys, first of all. Yes. Like, I know, like, you want to say they're the number one team, but they also have number yeah. one jersey. Really? It's like the old LA Kings purple one. Yeah. Oh, right? they were wearing the purple, eh? Or it was like, it was white, but it had that tinge of purple, yeah. I think, in it. And they were playing the Markham... Majors. Majors, where the where the number one prospect was playing, is from okay. Brady... Yep. Um, Westland. Westland. And so, we, so after the York Mills game, after that loss, they were in rink... We were in rink two, they were in rink four... The whole team went and watched the the second period there and watched him play and and uh, that was pretty cool. That was also on Monday night. Now, did you notice Brady Westland playing? Like, did yes, you I saw remember? him. Yeah, and and does he look good? Like, is he right? I mean, the like, whole the whole like honestly going from like since you have brought me into this hockey world, puff. Mm-hmm. You know, I can now start to see the difference between many single A hockey games and select games and you know my younger kids games to a U16 or a, yeah, a U16 triple A club. Yeah. You, the game is just different. It's faster. It's more aggressive. It's uh, more technical. 
uh, for sure. Those are all just very blanket statements. I understand that, but you know, you can see the difference is my point. Yeah. It's crazy for you now where these kids are a year older than Ozzy. You can all, yeah, they're a year older than Ozzy. Like, and what's interesting about it is I couldn't help myself, but I was watching the parents too. Yes. There's some intensity. Oh yeah. It's yeah. very different than our parent group. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we get intense and like joke around, but like, yeah, this looked like there was a, you know, arms crossed, no smiles, just watching like this it's, is a, it's you know, the quietest was, arenas are quiet. the AAA games. Quiet. The yeah. loudest Stoic. arenas Stoic. are are U11 single A. It's like a, it's <laughs> like it's like nuts. It's Cowbells like crazy how loud. Yeah. People are just the packed stands. And yeah. Everyone's just going crazy. Yeah. So it's anyway, awesome. that was interesting. So we did watch a bit on. Uh, on Monday, and then yeah, obviously they were in the prospect game tonight. So anyway, I re- I want to see I want now that we sort of know who uh, who these guys are, I'd like to actually go watch a couple of their games. Okay, well we missed. Well, the you know what game. we got to go to. I've I been saying for one. years. I want the OHL Cup is U sixteen AAA like year end tournament mm. where all the top teams go. Okay, and we need to take the boys to that this year. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's reach good. out. It's, let's do a pod really from there and get some interviews. Let's do it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, it'd be a good spot to go. Okay. It's uh, on your takeaway list. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 will, I don't know about setting up the podcast interviews there, but let's I will see. definitely let's remember. See what you can pull off go. here, Pop. Yeah. Okay. Um, U16 AA as just one team from the G in the top 10 with the Mississauga Beast moving down three spots to fifth. The North York Knights are rolling in the East and have moved up to 19th due to a nine-game winning streak in league play. And finally, the U16 single-A CCG continue to dominate, holding six of the top eight, with North Toronto remaining in top spot. The East Enders Ticats are not getting a lot of love from the rankings. Mm -hmm. The winners of eight straight games, they're behind six other East GTHL teams and sit 24th in the rankings. Huh. Well, you could go into ranking math and tell us a little bit about that's the thing. I guess I'll have to, I, I mean, I guess the ranking math, uh, yeah. I don't doubt the rankings. I love the rankings. Me too. But uh, I could Their see team. there would be frustration when your team is rolling along, yeah. winning games, and you're not getting the love from the rankings. Um, well, there you go. Lots of change this week. It seems like a lot of change. It actually feels like there's a lot of movement this week. Yeah. It feels like hockey has just dominated since i've come back from new year's like it has just mm-hmm. been every day it's been it's been all the time this this last couple of weeks yeah yeah this is crunch time i guess eh? well yeah we're in that playoff push tournaments yeah. final tournaments um it's a good time good so listen so rankings updated we talked about the fastina toros we talked a bit about the prospect game um a couple another thing we haven't done ever mm-hmm. actually is to call out a couple of we look at who listens to us and we have um someone who always is listening from brussels brussels so, belgium yes brussels belgium yeah and so whoever that is thanks for listening all the way from brussels uh and we'd love I, to hear from you and, and your story why why are you in brussels and why are you yeah. listening to our pod same with mm-hmm. ashburn virginia Yes. There's someone in Ashburn, Virginia. So if you're either in, if you're listening and you're from Brussels or Ashburn, Virginia, shoot us a note through our Instagram and follow us so we can get to uh, some more followers. Um, but yeah, it would be good to hear from you in Brussels and Virginia. All right. Um, Puffy, songs. Yes. 
Song of the week. Yes. I got two yes. this week. What do you got? Oh, uh, I got mine from uh, courtesy of both the uh, U12 and U14 tie cats. More the U12. Yeah. Uh, it is their song that gets them fired up when they're at Beast Warehouse working out, putting okay. in the time. We played it in the dressing room before the game. Yeah. We played it just before we left the dressing room. It's called yeah. Let's Go, Will I Am, Jay Blavin. Uh, it's a bear. Okay, let's go. I don't know that one. Is it new? No. I don't think it's new, but the kids love it. Like they, they had it going. Like, you know what go, I like? About let's go. Let's go. Are you okay, I'll, I'll give it a listen. You know what I like about Will I Am? One time I saw yep. Will I Am at a uh-huh. uh, in a lo- hotel lobby in Miami years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but what I always, you know, it was one of those moments where you're like, okay, yeah, Will I Am, like whatever. And then you look at it, and you're like, oh, William. His name's William. <laughs> you know, like I never like it took a little while for me on that one. Um, all right. So my song. So I found this song. I don't think it's like I think don't think it's new, but I also don't think it's super old. And I had no idea that this group sang it. Mine is Good Feeling by 311, which I'm not a fan of 311. I don't know much about them. No. Uh, but this song, I, I uh, heard it somewhere, I think actually in, in when I was away. I shazammed it because I'm mm-hmm. over 40 and I that's what <laughs> over 40 people do. And uh, great song. Good Feeling by 311. Okay, but, I'm going to check that out. I was talking to uh, my kids and I was like, what, you know, I got, I do this, you know, I do the rankings and we, or we do the podcast and we do the song at the end and they're familiar with it. And I said, do you have anything for me? And so of course I got one from them, which their pump up song, what's getting them going is Fiend by Travis Scott. Do you know that one? No, I don't know it. Yeah. It's a pretty good song. Actually. I like it. Is and it? apparently when there's a Travis Scott concert, he plays it like 11 times in a row. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's a minute and a half, two-minute song. And then but he just the keeps playing it for 20 minutes? And then, like, it ends. And then he's like, boom, and it comes back in again. Yeah, and, like, you oh. know, if you if you Google it, you'll see that he's done it, like, a bunch of times. But anyway, there you go. Those are my songs of the week. Nice. So that's it. Uh, I think that's all we have for this week's pod, Puff. Yep. Yep, we uh, are trying to book a couple interviews over the next few days, few weeks yep. here. We've got a bunch of the. Uh, hopefully, we're trying to get timing. That's our our new hard thing, um, mm-hmm. in terms of doing some interviews. So hopefully, we'll have some interviews next week with some players and coaches because that's what we wanted to try to get over the next little bit. For sure. Um, so watch out for that. But other than that, Puff, anything else you want to say to the crew? No, no, I just, uh, you know, keep racking up the W's, everyone, and uh, push for those playoff spots. It's going to be a battle. Good. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, and uh, other than that, thanks for listening. We appreciate everybody following us on Instagram, following us on YouTube, listening on Spotify or Apple. We really appreciate it. Stoff, thanks so much again. We'll see you next week. Everyone have a great week of hockey. Talk to you soon.